are listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, mini episode number two. It's me, your host, Kayla Lords. All by her lonesome, isn't it so sad? That's okay. We knew this would happen. I'm going to do my best to get John Brownstone in on at least one of these. I have a couple topics where it would only make sense for him to be here for this. So we'll, we'll do our best. Will that be a mini episode? I honestly don't know y'all. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about the different types of submission. And I want to put a little caveat on this for you. This will not be every single solitary type of submission ever conceived of before. Um, because that's impossible. The types of submission that exist are all on a spectrum from a little bit to a lot. And there are combinations of different types of submissives and there are titles and labels that people use for themselves and create for themselves that that won't fit any single narrow definition. So just know that. Second of all, if you think that titles and labels and applying words and meanings to what you do or what your partner does as submission suck, then you get to reject all of these, okay? There is no requirement that you pick a label, identify with it and stick with it. It just doesn't work that way. This is to start the conversation and hopefully get some people thinking about the different types of submission, what they mean to them, what they like, what they don't like, maybe what works for them, what doesn't work for them. That's all this is, okay? So massive caveats. Now I can like do the real intro. Oh, and that noise in the background is our elderly dog, Saki, who has a tracheal cough. It sounds awful. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday and now on Tuesdays for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM. All links are in the show notes. A big thank you to this week's sponsor, the Butters Hygienics Company, maker of our absolute favorite lube, the Butters. Lube isn't just for specific kinds of sex, it's for all kinds of sex because lube makes everything better. That's a fact, I don't make the rules, I just report them, lube makes everything better. The Butters Lube is vegan, all natural, thick, creamy, and not runny or gloopy, which are two things I absolutely hate in lube. And if you don't need lube, no worries. The Butters Hygienics Company offers skincare products, hair care products. I personally love their body butters. Very similar to the lube, except it's actually meant to be rubbed into your skin and it smells good. Uh, if you shop at getthebutters.com and use code Kayla, you'll save 5% off your purchase. That's getthebutters.com, all one word, getthebutters.com and use code Kayla to save 5% off. Okay, y'all. Like I said, massive caveats at the top. We're going to talk about different types of submission. I I feel like I'm stepping on landmines because there's going to be somebody who's like, well, I don't fit into any of those categories or I don't like those labels. And all of that is okay and valid. You can hate every label I'm about to throw out there and you still get to call yourself a submissive. It's fine. Okay, I'm going to stop at the top, which is one that I'm most familiar with, and that is service submission. Okay. This tends to refer to submissives who, 
the name, the definitions in the name, y'all perform services for their dominant. They, we do things for them. I think the most common form most people are uh, familiar with is domestic service, cooking, cleaning, laundry, but it can also be taxes, mowing your lawn, cleaning your pool, fixing your cart. Some of it's the mundane things that, you know, we sometimes hire people to do. Um, some people don't have to hire anybody. They just have them a, a submissive who's like, I can do that task and I want to do that task and it will help you and it'll make me feel good. And yeah, I'll do that thing for you. Uh, my service submission looks like making coffee for John Brownstone, getting the bed ready before we go to bed, um, basically doing whatever he might ask me to do at random. You know, can you go get that thing for me? Can you handle dinner tonight? Can you, you know, pick a thing, a service I can perform for him, that service submission. Sometimes it's done for the sheer joy and kink and getting off of serving. Um, sometimes it's done to take care of a partner, to make them happy, to make their life easier. The meaning behind it is unique to each of us, but you are literally performing services for your dominant or top. The next one, also very common for me, something I'm very familiar with, also a very common type of submission, and that's sexual submission. Uh, a lot of submissives I know fall into this category, and that means that when it comes to having sex, you're looking for the dominant or top to lead that as well. For me, <laughs> I can barely even make it clear that like I'm, ready for the sex. Like I can do the first kiss and I can do that first sensual touch and then I'm lost. I just, my mind goes blank. I'm like, what, what do we do next? I don't know, somebody better take charge here or nothing's gonna happen. Um, everybody who identifies in with sexual submission will come at it in a different way. For me, my, my mind goes blank. He's got to lead. He's got to decide what we're doing and in what way we're doing it. I can communicate my needs. I can say for it if I need to. I can say, ow, my, I have a leg cramp. Can we change position? I can do all of that. But for me, that it, every moment has to be decided by him and led by him. For some people, it's about um, a playful sort of fight, but ultimately they want their dominant or top partner to sort of conquer them. Like they're going to be the bottom in this situation. Um, they're going to resist and then give in. Like there's, there's so many ways to do it, but basically sexual submission is, yeah, the dominant top, whatever label you use for the non-submissive is taking charge here. They're basically deciding on some level what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And for a sexual submissive, that there's some element of that, that that's what's hot, that's what's arousing. Okay, so this next one, I hate this term because I couldn't, I can't find a better term for it. I called it forced submission. Now I want to make clear, this is consensual. It's the kind of submission where it's not... When I say it's not freely given, I mean in that, like when John Brownstone asks me to do something, I just jump up and do it, right? Um, when he takes control in the bedroom, I pretty much melt. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a noodle. I'm like, oh, this is great. This type of submission, the way I see it described by people who seem to identify this way is more of a conquering. They want to be overpowered in some way. They want it to be, they want it to be taken from them. They're gonna give it, but you're gonna work really hard for it first. Uh, for some people it's primal, but not all, always. Sometimes it's sort of that make me kind of submission, like 
I need you to do this. Make me. Uh, I do consider this different from a smart ass masochist because, uh, which is the next one we're going to talk about because masochism is, oh, I'm looking for the pain. I want you to punish me. This is more of, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to do it until you have proven that you're the more powerful and the stronger of the two of us. Um, I love reading about this kind of submission, like in my erotica, but I cannot imagine it for myself. I'm just not wired this way. But that does lead into smart-ass masochist, Sam's. We actually did recently an entire very long episode on this kind of type of submission. Um, at the time that I originally wrote this list, I said they're kind of like brats, but brats can also be their own um, subcategory of submission. Um, I think they might come between the forced kind of the make me do it submissives and the Sam's. Sam's specifically tend to be looking for the punishment. Like they're looking for maybe the pain. They're looking for the hard tone in the voice. They're looking for, they're, they're trying to get kind of a rise out of their dominant partner. Again, they're gonna do whatever it is they've agreed to do, whatever it is they consent to do, but they're gonna put up a little bit of a fight first. They're gonna make you work for it, okay? Um, I am never on purpose a Sam, smart ass masochist, but man, I do seem to find myself in that in that place. Um, typically, this person is a masochist. They do enjoy some level of pain. And you have to remember pain is not always physical. Sometimes it's emotional. Um, maybe it's humiliation. Maybe it's, it is like, you know, a sharp smack, maybe it's the punishment, whatever, but it's, it's kind of like the previous type of mascus. It's kind of like a brat, but we tend to classify Sam's in their own category. Okay. So the next kind are littles. Littles in my mind are absolutely submissive. Uh, it's to varying degrees for everybody. Cause we're all unique. Um, Baby girls, baby boys of all genders, age players, middles. There are all kinds of terms we use for littles. The overall category we tend to put people in who identify this way is under caregiver little. That might be daddies, that might be mommies, that might be whatever, like whatever titles you use. Um, John Brownstone is a daddy dom. I'm a baby girl. I consider myself on a spectrum of little. I don't do age play because you don't have to, but you can. I don't identify with a specific age because you don't have to, but you can. Um, he is the nurturer. He takes care of me. Doesn't mean I don't have my Sam moments, my brat moments, even though I refuse to say that I'm a brat. I'm sassy. I'm just sassy, y'all. We've had this conversation before. Um, but some people say that these are not submissives because they might go deep into an, an age and they're not, they actually do actively fight against their dominant. They, you know, disobey rules, they whatever. But ultimately, if one partner is sort of in charge of the other one, <laughs> I'm going to classify the partner who's got somebody in charge of them as a submissive. So that's my personal definition. Littles are absolutely submissives. It's just to varying degrees. Um, slaves are, in my mind, still a form of submission. It's it's if you think of all submission as sort of a spectrum and littles might be on one lighter end and then there's submissives, maybe they're the center of the bell curve and then slaves are at the other end of a spectrum even within classifying yourself as a slave, there's a spectrum. Um, stereotypically, we think of slaves in terms of totally owned by their partner, maybe even micromanaged, can't do anything without permission. Um, I have known slaves who fell within that uh, category. And then I've known slaves who actually 
came across to me more like a baby girl, more like me, where they have more of an opinion, more of a say. First of all, let me interject and say all submissives, regardless of how you classify yourself, get to have a say. I'm just saying that's that's an automatic. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. But slaves will, within their negotiated uh, owner-slave dynamic, may negotiate that in a way where the outsider would never be able to tell that they have an opinion because they're doing whatever they're told immediately without question. Um, I tend to, I don't understand the slave submission level because I am not that. I can only tell you what I have observed from the outside. Um, I The term I hear the most often for people who identify in the owner slave dynamic as a slave is that they have a slave heart. Basically they just, they want to be a slave to their partner. They want their partner to decide everything, to have total, total, total control. I think it is possible to have that feeling and still not call yourself a slave. Um, I have seen people who kind of have that feeling and would never call their dynamic owner slave. It's dominant sub, it's caregiver little. Um, so the feeling can be there without the label. Um, I put in my first list, I called it furries. I might also say pet play, pets, furries. Um, again, this is one that I've observed. I am not intimately familiar with, so forgive me if I misspeak. Um, some furries, pet play, pet players, I guess I should say, are primal, enjoy primal play. I like primal play. Primal play is where things get really rough and really animalistic, but when John Brownstone tries to call me like kitten, I actually like cringe because that doesn't fit me. Um, I think the people who you might think fall into this, if you are just observing from the outside, there are people who want to be called kitten or who identify very strongly with eh, some sort of animal, dogs, foxes, cats, like you name it, it's there. Um, I think you could maybe classify like people who are into pony play. Um, that also identify themselves in a submissive way that they are subservient in some way to a top or a dominant would probably fall under this as well. Um, again, this is a spectrum from a little bit to a lot. Everybody's got their own unique experience with it. When I read about it and observe from the outside, when people go into that mindset, like they're real deep in their pet space, they don't speak, they don't walk, they become essentially that pet. And their owner, who is the dominant in some way, is in charge of them in some way, sets boundaries and rules for them in some way, dictates their movements and actions in some way, that's where the power exchange comes in. You can do that separately as like just a form of kinky fuckery. That can be your whole thing. Like people have figured this out in their own way a million times over. Okay, the next one on the list is the pro submissive. So you hear about pro doms, professional doms a lot. There are professional submissives. I have a friend who that's what she does. She goes to the, when you're allowed to go to dungeons, when you're allowed to meet up in person, she is the bottom or the submissive in a scene for somebody so that they can have that experience. Um, they sometimes call themselves sex workers. They sometimes don't. I leave that up to them. I respect the profession. Um, they have their own boundaries they have to set. They have, you know, they come up with their own dynamics with their clients. It's a legit thing. Um, it is something that for some people they only do professionally and in the context of their regular life, they don't. Uh, and for others, they're a submissive in a relationship and then they can be a submissive for clients in specific scenes. And they would call themselves a submissive in that, not necessarily a bottom. 
that is a I am not I'm not that professional. I'm not here to tell them what they should or should not call themselves. And then the last one um, is just internet submission. I put that in because internet submission can be any one of the other things we've already talked about, but it is done primarily on the internet. Um, they don't meet in person. They don't right now. That's very difficult anyway. It's all online relationships. You may th- hear that and go, I could never do that. And I'm the same way. I could only do that for a little bit and then I have to see somebody in person. But some people are happy with that fantasy and they can provide what the dom or top wants and needs and they get their own needs fulfilled and everybody's happy. So I included this because a lot of people kind of curl their nose up and go, oh, internet kink, that's not real. As long as it's real to the people involved and everybody is respecting boundaries and setting limits and, you know, communicating as well as you can to the extent that that works for that dynamic. I'm going to say I'm going to say, yeah, that's totally legit. But Internet submission can be any any kind of submission. It's just a submission that's done on the Internet. It's about that simple. Um, so I have had people look at this article that I'm, I'm pulling this information from and go, I don't identify with any of these. And that's fine. It could be that you don't identify with the label. It could be that uh, my examples are not ones that you're like, oh yeah, I I see myself there. That's okay. Essentially submission is the other partner is in control on some level. And if you don't have a name for that or you don't have a designation for that, it's still submission. If you give up consensually, give up power to the other partner and they are in control of some part of something and you're happy that they are, I think it's a a form of submission, whatever you choose to call it. I would be interested in anybody who can hear the sound of my voice. If there are some types of submission that you're like, ooh, this should have been on the list. Or if you have better words and terms for some of the the terms I use, like please share, talk to us on the internet. The show notes page at lovingbdsm.net does have a comment section. You can also comment there. Um, And if you are interested in different types of submission, what submission can mean, Um, I will link to a bunch of stuff where we've already talked about it in the past and you can do a deep dive into the topic. Look at me keeping this under 20 minutes. Okay, y'all. And just want to say before we go, big thank you to this week's sponsor, the Butters Hygienics Company, makers of our favorite lube, the Butters. Uh, If you are interested in lube or skincare or hair care or whatever, go to getthebutters.com. Use code Kayla to save 5%. That's getthebutters.com. Code Kayla. I'm going to go for another week. You will hear John Brownstone and myself on Friday as usual. And then we'll have another mini episode next week. Bye, y'all.